This Torah class is brought to you by TorahAnytime.com. Okay, welcome everyone. Continue Dafa Shavua. We're learning Mesachas Yevamois, the best Mesachta. And the, uh, we have to finish up the bottom of Kofayam and Beis. The three lines from the bottom of the Gemara is a Shaili Boiluhu. The Bnei Yeshiva had the following Shaila. Masa Shachotsu Beinoi Labeina. The Mishnah says there was a story that they did chalitza in the prison and the story came before Rabbi Akiva. So the words, in the prison, is that where the story happened or was that where Rabbi Akiva was? Because we know in the end of his life Rabbi Akiva was in prison. So the in the prison, is that going on where the chalitza took place or is that going on where the story was brought to Rabbi Akiva? So do we say the story happened outside of prison and was brought into Rabbi Kiva in the prison? Or maybe the chalitza took place in the jail and it was brought to Rabbi Akiva. So the Gemara says the answer is yes. Yes, the answer is yes. In other words, both things happened in jail. The chalitza took place in one jail and the story was brought to Rabbi Kiva in another jail. The story happened in jail, and it was brought to jail. Tan Rabban of the rabbis taught Chalitza Mutas Kshera. A Chalitza that was mistaken is Kasher. So, what is the Chalitza that's mistaken? Ezuhi Chalitza Mutas. What is a mistaken Chalitza? Amarish Lakish. So, we have a guy. He doesn't want to do chalitza. He wants to antagonize the woman. He wants to keep her stuck. There are people like that. There are people who just like to bother other people. So he wants to trap her. So we tell her, or uh, you know, he doesn't want to uh, release her. And he's not a really good guy. So in other words, let's say he's an inappropriate uh, yavam. So we say, you know what a mistake in chalitza is? We tell him do chalitza, and by giving her chalitza, you're going to marry her. You'll marry her by giving her chalitza. He says, "Sure, I want to marry this woman." So he goes to the bezin, and they say the psukim, and she removes the shoe, and she spits, and he says, "Wow, that was a beautiful wedding." And he said, "Wedding? You just released her. That's a chalitza mutasis kshera. He had no intention to release her." What are you talking about, Anishoyna? But didn't I learn, whether he had Kavana and she didn't? Whether she had Kavana and he didn't? Until they both have Chalitza Ke'achar, both of them together. And you say mistaken chalitza is kosher. If mistaken chalitza means that he didn't know he was releasing her, he thought he was marrying her, how could that be a good chalitza? We know that's not a good chalitza. Ella rather, But rather, you know what a mistaken chalitza is? We say to him, you know, you don't want to release her? Tell her I'll release you on condition you pay me off. Tell her that. 
And then he gives her the chalitza, and then he tells her, no, pay me off. And she says, no, I don't have to. That's a, that's a mistake in chalitza, where we convince him, it's worth it, she'll buy, she'll buy her freedom. So he says, all right, I like bothering people, but I like money better. So I'll give her the chalitza, on condition she pays me off, and then he gives her the chalitza, and she doesn't have to pay her off. Now the question is, why? Rashi's bothered, even though he doesn't give it to her, it's a kashuk chalitza. Why? Because where do we learn out Tanaim from the Tanai B'nei Gadim B'nei Ruvim? Moshe Rabbeinu says to B'nei Gadim B'nei Ruvim, if you lead the Jewish people over the yard and you fight their wars, I'll give you Transjordan. And if you don't lead them, then you don't get Transjordan. So that is the paradigm of the way Tanaim are supposed to be. Now, one thing we learn is from the Negadim Neiruven is they were acting as shluchim on behalf of uh, of part of their shevet that stayed behind. That means any time you make a tonight, it has to be something that's the ma'isa could be carried out through a shliach, and chalitza cannot be carried out through a shliach. And since chalitza cannot be carried out through a shliach, um, I'm sorry, chalitza. Yes, chalitza cannot be carried out through a shlech, and therefore you cannot make a t'nai in chalitza. And therefore the maisa is kayam, the chalitza is valid, and the stipulation that you made is invalid. Because we learn out stipulations from the B'nai God and B'nai Ruvain, and there it was something that could have been done through an agent. Anytime you have something that cannot be done through an agent, you cannot make stipulations. That's why you could marry a woman with a stipulation, because you could get married through a shliach, so you could get married through a stipulation. There's a big kasha in halacha, by the way. You know, let's say, um, the, the tenai of the Avnei Nezer, you know, if you're running late the night of the Seder, so you make a tenai, if the halacha is like, we have ben Azariah, so then, uh, then I'm going to eat the afikoyman now, and I can eat after, and if the halacha is like, we have the whole night. So the kasha is, you can't eat the afikoyman through a shliach. So if you can't eat the afikoyman through a shliach, how are you going to make a tenai? That's the kasha of the hard svi on the Avnei Nezar, based on this Gemara. The basic answer is that, that when it comes to doing a mitzvah, you don't have to be able to make it tonight, but that's a discussion for a different time. But, that, but um, the, 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 that's the reason why you don't have to fulfill the tonight, because it can't be done through a shliach. Tanya Namiyach, we to the like this as well. Chalitza mutas kashera. Chalitza, that's mistaken as kasha. Ezuhi chalitza mutas, what's a mistake in chalitza? Kosha oimrim, anyone that says, chalitza, do chalitza teramanasha titen lach, on condition that they give to you masayim zuz, umaysa bi'isha achas, there's a story about a woman, shenafluf neyavam, she fell before a yavam, she'en hagun he was not fit for her. He was uh, too old, or he, he was handicapped. Va'amrula lai, and they said to him, uh, they wanted to release her. Give her chalitza on condition that she give you two hundred. The story came of her, and Rabchia was machsheret. Okay, so that's there. Basically, we discussed so far two cases. If you were told. Give her chalitza, and by doing so, you'll marry her. That's not a good chalitza, because you didn't have kavana to release her. But if you gave her chalitza on condition you're going to get something, where you're mechavin to release her, but only on condition that she give you something, then it's a good chalitza, but she doesn't have to give you anything. Somebody came before Rabchia Bar Abba. Amar he said to her, Biti Amoidi. 
So somebody came before Reb Baraba. So Reb Baraba said, Biti, my daughter, Amoidi, get up and basically do Yibam. Rashi says, Amoidi, v'isiyab miloi, do Yibam. Amrolei, she said to him, Ima, the mother, meaning her mommy came with her. You know, it's very daunting to go into Besden with Yibam. Usually, not usually, this woman brought her mommy with her. So the mommy said, Yeshivasa Zuhi Amidasa. Her sitting and desisting from Yibam is what gives her standing and a future. Meaning the mother said, this ain't a good idea for her to do Yibam. It's better that she doesn't do Yibam. Allah. So, Reb Chibar Abba said, Why, you know something about the guy? Yadatle, you know something about him? Amrale, the mother said, Sure, in Mamanu de Chazala. He's only marrying her for the money. That's a recipe for disaster. He just wants to eat up her money. I don't want a guy marrying my daughter for money. Because he's going to spend that money so fast that it ain't going to be good. Amar Allah, so then Reb Chibar Abba says to the woman, Loi nichalach? You don't want the guy? Amrlay, she said, Lai. No, I don't want him. Amrlay, so Rabbi Chibar said to the guy, Chaloitzla, do Chalitzla, the Kachata Koinsa, and by doing so, you're going to marry her. Labasa the Chalitzla, after he did Chalitzla, Amrlay, ha, tricked you. It's true, we said that if you're not Machavin, it's not a good Chalitzla. But remember, anytime it's a Chalitzla Pesula, you can't do Yibam afterwards. In other words, Chalitza Psula makes it that you can't be Meyabim her. You have to then give her a good Chalitza. That's what Rabbi Chibar plan was. Meaning, give her a Chalitza. Even though he was not Mechavin, but a Chalitza Psula nevertheless asers her to him. So that's what his plan was. Hashta Minach Ivsula. Now she is puzzled to you. Chalitza Chalitza Malyasa. Now give her a good Chalitza. Kihechi de Tishtere Laama. So that she should be mutter to the Veltarain. This way she would be mutter to the world. That's the story. So, in other words, we're sort of qualifying what we said before. We said before, if you give, if you're tricked into giving Chalitza thinking that's how, that's how you're going to marry her, it's not a good Chalitza, but it's still a Chalitza Psula. How do we balance our obligation for MS verse? Tricking in these situations. It's a gavaldig akasha. Ayin bedasikena mibale atoisis. And parshas toldois. That Yaakov Avinu tricked Esav in getting the birthright. He basically, he tricked him. He knew that Esav was vulnerable. So was it right that Yaakov Avinu said, Okay, Esav, I'll give you food, you give me the birthright? That's trickery. Says the Dasikanim, he quotes the Sefer Chasidim. From here we see you're allowed to trick someone to rescue a Sefer Torah. So, the laws of MS, um, we had a, we had a Gavaldic thing on Shabbos. We said over from Rav Schwab, where, where does the word MS come from? The word MS is a combination of Midas Harachamim and Midas Hadin. Aim is the ultimate Rachamim. That's why a child is born from a mother, and born in a, the mother's womb is Rechem, Rachamim. The ultimate Midas Hadin is Meis, Misa. The confluence of the two is Aim, Meis, Emes. So Emes is the balance between, you know, different, uh, different values. So sometimes the path of Emes has to be sometimes veer a little bit. Okay, but well, apparently... Why did Rav tell the, the Yavama just to spit? Because he didn't, he didn't want to spit. He wanted to marry her and eat her money. No, no, no. If the Yavama spits, then then she can't do Yibo. 
Why didn't he just say spit at him? That's it. And then what? Then it's a... And then Dirabban and Lekuli Alma, he can't do Yibam to her, and he must do Chalitza. Okay, good. What does it mean, do chalitza to her? Doesn't she have to do chalitza to him? Bechla, what does the Gemara mean that he said? Do, it means, let her do chalitza, no? Right, right. So, why didn't he... The whole sugya, the whole sugya right, the daf kofei, mm-hmm. by the Yavama, side point to Bikiva, side point to everybody, at least the Rabbanon, once a woman spits... Mm-hmm. She's offered to him and to the brothers. Mm-hmm. I hear a good question. What do you want to say? Why didn't he just say spit? Okay, good question. We'll think about that. Bas Chamua Durapapa Nafla Lefneyavam. The daughter of the father in law of Rapapa. Basically, her papa's sister-in-law fell before Yavam, Shein Hagenla. He's not fit for her. Also, So they came before Abayi. Amalei, Abayi said, Chaloitzla, give her chalitza, uvekachata koinsa. And by doing so, you marry her. So Rapapa objected. Amalei, Rapapa, lo yisavu l'amar l'hadam Rabbi Yochanan. Don't you hold that which Rabbi Yochanan said that if, there, if someone is not mechavein, it's not a good chalitza? So Abayi said, So what should I tell her? Tell her that uh, to give her, tell her that you'll do chalitza on condition that uh, she'll give you 200 zuz. The Basar the Chalitz, after he gave her chalitza, Amar Allah, he said to her, Zil Havliyah. Uh, go give him. Abayi said, go give him. Abayi says, you have to give him. Abayi told her, you have to give him the money. Aye, but the tanai is, you can't make a tanai in the chalitza. A very interesting Rashi. Even though you can't make a tanai in the chalitza, Nevertheless, you accept it upon yourself that you're going to pay him for the chalitza. So even though if you don't give the chalitza, it's still a good chalitza, you are obligated to fulfill your tanai, Rashi says, like schiros. Now this is, you know, very fertile ktsois and nasivos territory. Think about what's going on over here. Abaye is saying, okay, I understand. That if she doesn't give the money, the chalitza is still good, because you don't have to fulfill a tenai on something that you can't do through a shliach. Nevertheless, he, she basically said, do me a favor, mow my lawn, and I'll pay you. So if you tell somebody, mow my lawn, and I'll pay you, and after he says, uh, after he mows your lawn, could you say, well, uh, well, do we have a document? Do we have a, do we have a certified agreement? So guys, what do you mean? You told me to mow, mow your lawn, and you told me you're going to pay me. So anytime someone provides a service for you, and you, told, you, 
you tell them to provide the service because you're going to pay them, you're obligated to pay them. So she said to the guy, give me chalitz and I'm going to pay you. So very nice, if she doesn't pay, the chalitz is still valid, but she hired him to do this service. That's how Abayi looks at it. A very interesting explanation of Rashi. She's obligated to fulfill her rental. So Rapapa said, no, 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 no. You're allowed to say, I was just joking. In other words, there are situations in life that are pressing. Then in order to get what you need, you could sort of say, ah, do X, Y, and Z for me, I'll pay ya. You know, let's say the people in Ukraine... Could they tell, um, let's, say, let's say someone wants to escape from Russia. Could they tell the Russian, hey you, Mr. Russian, I give you uh, 77 ruble and you smuggle me out of the country. And then, uh, that, what, you have to pay them the 77 ruble? The, no, you don't have to pay, you know why? Because he's obligated to save your life. And if he's obligated to save your life and you have no other way to get it without pulling a shenanigan... You don't have a hischaivus of payment. It's a kalal and dine mamanais. That you may have to pay like the basic service, but the extra, in other words, let's say you tell the Russian guy, I give you five ruble and you pull me out. He says, no, I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to extort money from you for doing this. He says, yeah, kazuntehe, I'll give you a million ruble, get me out. He gets you out, you give him the, the smaller price. In other words, if the only way you could get something crucial is by fibbing your way through it, then that lie does not create a hischaivus. You could say, I was just joking. That's the clown. Amar Rapapa said, Meshatani b'cha of Dalei. What she's doing to him is saying, I'm joking with you. Mi tanya, didn't we learn in a b'raisa? You're running out of jail. And the guy on the ferry is in front of you. And he and uh, the guy says to the guy on the ferry, Told Dean of Havirani, I'm going to pay you an exorbitant amount. I can give you a dinar. Cross me the river. Once he crosses the river, you only have to pay the regular fee. You don't have to pay the higher fee. You know why? Alma. We see Amarle, you could say the guy, I was just joking, I need to get out of jail. Hachanami, the woman could say, I don't have a hiss, I didn't rent you. You're Enoi Hogun. You're, you're not fit for Yibam. I had to get out of the situation. So I could offer money and then later say, I was just joking. Amarle, ah. So basically, Rapapa got a baye twice. First, Abayi said, why don't you tell her, do chalitza? Why doesn't she say um, that to the guy, give me chalitza as a way to marry me? So Papa slugged that up. That's not a valid chalitza. Then Abayi wanted, then the recommendation was, say, give her chalitza on condition that she pay you. And to that Abaye asked, well then you're obligated to pay as a rental, as a schiros. And again, Rapapa says uh, back, nah, this is a joke. You could say I was just joking. So basically Rapapa keeps on beating Abaye, uh, you know, on the, on the serve. So Abaye said, well how do you have so much free time to be so smart? What, you have parents or something that take care of your needs? I don't have parents, Abaye says. Why are you so smart? Your daddy and mommy take care of everything for you. So uh, our Papa says, Amar lei, 
Avuchecha, Abai says to, to Rapab, where's your dad? My dad's at home in the village. Imachecha, where's mom? So it caused a certain jealousy in Abaye. Abaye sort of looked at the good fortune of Rapapa and he gave it some type of ayin hara. Yahav bahu Abaye contemplated the state and the matzav of Rapapa. Rapapa's father and mother passed away because of it. Tanarabana, the rabbis taught. Chalitza mutas kshera. A mistake in chalitza is kosher. Get muta apostle. A mistake in get is apostle. So mistake in chalitza is, I give you chalitza on condition you give me money. If you don't give me money, it's kosher. I give you a get on condition you give me money. If she doesn't give money, it's a puzzle get. Why? Because a get you could do through a shliach, and therefore you could do it through a tenai, and the tenai has to be fulfilled. Chalitza mu'usa psula, a forced chalitza is puzzle. Get mu'usa kosher, a forced get is kosher. So what exactly are these cases of being forced? If the guy says, I want to give a get, or I want to do chalitza, then the chalitza should be a good chalitza, because at the end of the day, he consents to do the chalitza. If he says, I, he doesn't say I want, so then the fourth get should not be a good get. Get nami loy. Says, Chalitza mutas oilam kasher. A forced chalitza is always good. Because it can't be done through a shliach. The get muta loilam pasal. A forced get is always pasal because it could be done through a shliach. Chalitza meusis, the get meusis, a forced chalitza, and a forced get, zimnin kasher, zimnin pasal. Sometimes it's kosher, sometimes it's pasal. When is it kasher? It's kosher if when we force him, he says, You know what? I want. The Tanya, we learned in Abraisa, a similar thing, that by Karbanais, it says, Yakrivoisai. Sonus Chayv, a carbon, he brings it close. Malamit Shekoifinoisa, we see we force him. Yachal bal karchay, I would think you do it against as well. Talmud loymer alert Sinai with his consent. Haketzad, how do you force a guy and yet he consents? Shemalamit shakoifin oisai, ad shiyomer roitzani bar karbonois. We force a guy to bring a carbon until he says I want, and by get we'll force him until he says I want, and by chalitza we'll force him until he says I want. So the famous question is, what do you mean you force him until he says you want? But you forced him. So obviously he didn't want. He he's saying he, you he wants because uh, you're beating him over the head. You're smacking him, right? You're taking a club with nails. You're banging him on the head, and he says, "I don't want to give a get. I don't want to give a get." Bong. Okay, I want to give a get. Yeah, of course he wants to because he doesn't want to be concussed again. So the Rambam famously says, "Well, really deep down, he, every Jew wants to do the right thing." It's just the Yitzhahara is superimposed. He tries to persuade a person not to do it. So once you beat the guy and knocks out the Yitzhahara, so you go back to the inherent inclination that he has to want to do the right thing. That's what we say by Karbanois. That's what we say by Gitin. That's what we say by Chalitza. Next little shtickle. Rava Amar 
Amar Rav, Amar Rav Shaira, Amar Rav Huna. Rav is the name of Huna. Cholzin Afal Pisha in Makiran. We let someone do chalitza, even though we don't know who the Yavam and Yavama is, they come in front of the court. We don't know that this Yavam is really her Yavam and she's the Yavama. We don't know exactly who they are. We let them do chalitza. Mimo'anin, we let a woman do mi'on, afopishin makirin, even though we don't know, we don't know who she is. So since Bezin will preside, even though we don't know their identity, therefore when you write the, the document that Chalitza was done, and the document Amin was done, the Edim can only do so if they recognize the Yavam and Yavama and Mema'in. Because they can't rely on the court, because the court could preside even if the court does not recognize them. So therefore, um Therefore, we do not write a ger chalitza elam kein makirin unless we recognize we are kaisin get mion and we don't write a get mion elam kein makirin unless we recognize why the chayshina lebezden tayin. We're worried that bezden made a mistake because they're allowed to preside even though they don't know who he is. But Rava Rava himself says, "Ain Cholzin Elam Kemakirin." Bezin cannot preside over Chalitza unless they know exactly who they are. Vein Meman and Bezin cannot preside over me and Elam Kemakirin unless we know exactly who they are. Therefore, your letter write the Edim could write the Shtar that a Ged or a Mian was done, even though they don't recognize, because we don't have to worry about a Bezdin making a mistake, because Bezdin could only preside if they recognize. Therefore, we write a Ged Chalitza, even though they don't recognize, we write a Ged Mian, we do not suspect the Bezdin will make a mistake. Okay? Thanks everybody for joining. Wishing you all bracha v'hatzlacha and uh, a wonderful night. The, the article brings down an interesting case of if somebody goes to a doctor and says mm-hmm. you pay you a lot of money for your services. Or... You've just experienced another Torah class brought to you by TorahAnytime.com